Welcome to Tiny Victories, the show where we offer up minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. I'm Laura House, and with me today is our guest host, Stephanie Wilder-Taylor, author of Sippy Cups Are Not for Chardonnay, and her upcoming memoir, Drunkish. Stephanie, thank you for being here. I'm so excited. I recently had you on my podcast, and that was really, really fun. And so this is, this is we're together again. I love it. I love, I feel like we're on this massive podcast dating tour, which I really enjoy. Uh, And for everybody listening, Stephanie has several podcasts. So I was on her podcast for Crying Out Loud with Lynette Carolla. And she also does one called Rose Pricks with Cecily Nobler, which is all about The Bachelor. Uh, Annabelle is fine. She is traveling and she'll be back in a a couple of weeks. We, We love Annabelle. And, and what she brings to the table. But, you know, today I'm I'm going to bring something. If Annabelle leaves the country, like, this is what she's going to get. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll try to get some of her, like, I'm not an impressionist per se. <laughs> no, we don't need an impressionist. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm filling in for Annabelle as we established. And each week on the show, no matter what kind of week we've had, we'll share one thing that gives us a reason to get out of bed. What we like to call tiny victory. Yeah, that's right. So thanks for joining us for the next 15 minutes or so. We invite you to hit pause on your anxiety. You should stop worrying about having a shower orange officially. And I'll stop worrying about apparently Drew Barrymore crossing the WGA picket lines. Oof, that's going to be hard to stop worrying about. And I will stop worrying about a flight attendant cock block. (laughs) There's video if anyone wants to look that up. And now let's get tiny. Coming up on the show, we have a tiny but epic saga of a dog with a cone. Plus, a tiny victory involving rage typing. Okay, so uh, Stephanie, thank you again for... It's a tiny victory getting you on the show. You know what? You're not an easy get. You're busy. I'm so busy. I'm kind of... I don't want to say A-list. Yeah. But that's that's one of the ways to describe it. So yeah, I don't want to say, you know, Drew Barrymore level. <laughs> But it would be a big deal if I went back to my talk show. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. What, what was it called again? <laughs> the, the, the talk show. Your talk show. You mean my real talk show that I really had? Oh, it was, oh, it was called. <laughs> yeah, you had a talk show. Why do I have to remind you that you had? It was called Parental Discretion with Stephanie Wilder go. Taylor. But you know what? It was on It was on a now defunct network. It was on Nickelodeon, but not Nick at Night. Nick Jr., which is a cartoon <laughs> network. At night and now it's no longer there's no such thing that kind of makes it cooler right that's like extra vintage I'd like that's a t-shirt you can't even get anymore yeah. it was on nick jr it was on what's called don't worry about it <laughs> the people who needed it found it like it was it was a really serious if you know you know exactly but no it is it's a big deal to have you and i appreciate your time and i asked you to bring a tiny victory but i'm starting with mine so <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is the background. This reference, we kind of started the story in episode 146. If anybody wants to go back and check that out, the show is about saying yes. So I had a tiny victory that week where I found this vet. So my dog, we went to bed one night and her eye looked kind of bad. And we woke up in the morning and her eye looked terrible. Like it was making gross gunk and it was red and she could barely open it and it was like we need a vet now and poor baby I know it's I talk about my dog a lot and sometimes just play her sounds that she makes (laughs) on the show so pretty typical 
way too obsessed dog person, I think. But I understand. And a lot of people will say like, if they don't have kids, like you don't have kids, we'll, we'll be like, oh, well, like my dog is my baby, but I'm here to tell you, I have three kids and my dog is still my baby. Like I'm way, I have way more pictures of my dog, like on my, on the back of my phone, like is a picture of my dog. Like, you know, people go to look at, if I go to show pictures of my kids, it's like, there's just a million of my dog. I have a theory and it's, I I don't know if it's controversial or not. It's because dogs can't talk. I feel like that's the basis of our unconditional love because they they don't talk. I think the day they can talk, we go, I don't know. (laughs) Now it's getting complicated. Is that terrible? No, it's because you're you're I think you're absolutely right. It's because we can project all of our feelings and all of like what we hope they feel about us onto them. And they can't go like, no, not at all. That's not how I feel. Not you just smelled a little like bacon. I wasn't I was more excited. Yeah. Like I never want to know. Like anyway, so I'm obsessed with my dog, Minnie, and she had got it was terrible. And so my story in the tiny victory, which there's a twist, is there was a miracle of like I couldn't get into my vet and I called a local vet, couldn't get into them. But they said, what about this other vet? And that vet was like, yes, we can see you in like an hour. And so my tiny victory was like, this was incredible. And the vet got her set up and with drops and uh, we're taking care of the eye thing. And it just felt like this, wow, everything worked out. Mm-hmm. That treatment did not work. <laughs> we did that treatment three weeks of this thing. And then you take her back in and, the, and it's not inexpensive. And it was like, definitely not inexpensive, not inexpensive. And the vet was like, oh, it didn't work. We'll try this other thing. And I was like, Vets can't control the world, but it's very hard to be like, oh, you didn't do it right that one time. Let's give it another shot. (laughs) Like it was. And they don't say, but we're not going to charge you for that first time or this next visit. Don't worry. It's on the house because the first thing didn't work. No, there's no customer service that way. They don't care. There was no it's on the house. It was not like when you return something at Target. Right. And they go, well, of course you're not paying for that. It didn't work for you. Right. You're like, well, so it's another $160 for this. Business. I wish. Plus. <laughs> yes. And then they had said, you know, there are specialists. You could take her to a dog ophthalmologist. And Stephanie, <laughs> I'm from Texas. Like I was raised by Stanley House. There's no dog ophthalmologist like, you know, like dogs, you feed them, you walk them, you pet them. Goodbye. Like that. Like there's no there's no pet psychics. There's no dog massages. There's no. How's that dog feeling like? Oh, yeah. When I was a a kid and we've we always had dogs and I look back and I'm like, wow, those dogs must have been hella hungry (laughs) because in those days. You fed the dog once a day, if that, you know what I mean? It was like, yeah, you feed the dog in the morning and no matter how much they're begging for food later, you don't give the dog scraps just because they're giving you sad dog eyes. You're like, no, dog eats once a day. They're fine. (laughs) They're fine with their dry, terrible dry food. When Minnie eats, she does eat a dry food, but I put a little bit of what I'm eating on her food because of course you do because you're not a monster i feel like she just wants to be included so if we have chick if there's a sauce on it we get the sauce off you know like i don't give her spices but like i don't like give her a taco but i give her a little bit because and now you know she's trained me now she looks like um i know you're not eating this dry food so i don't i don't see i thought we were roommates like i don't i don't know why i'm eating this dry food 
So, uh, yes. And which my brother and my dad were just like, you have got to be kidding me. Like a dog is not a family. Anyway, I do one more than that. I make my dog her own food. I I take ground turkey. I buy ground turkey for Penelope and then I give her her dry food, which, by the way, we've been through a lot of different. dry. It's the one of the more expensive dry foods because, you know, she's finicky. She only likes certain dry foods. And then and I, there's also terrible products for dogs. <laughs> yeah. Then I put a little uh, broth yes. uh, that I that I warm up in the microwave on. To, and then I give put a little uh, ground turkey. Minnie loves ground turkey. I <laughs> I almost always heat up her food like I so. But when faced with a dog ophthalmologist, I was at a crossroads because I was like, I've always been like, I don't believe in that. I like love them, care for them. But I can't. But when your dog is sitting there with an eye infection that can make her go blind, like you don't just say, well, I don't believe in dog ophthalmologists. Like, so we saw a dog ophthalmologist and another follow up to a tiny victory I've mentioned before was Brian and I booked our first real vacation, our Puerto Vallarta, a resort. It was a, a very modest plane ticket. And then I was paying for the hotel on credit card points like it. But just a really like we're doing a real vacation. We've never done it. So dog ophthalmologist was like, well, we're going to do a procedure. If she rubs her face in the next two weeks, it undoes everything. Oh. We canceled our vacation. <laughs> there is a tiny victory in here in that we canceled our vacation. We did everything we were supposed to. Do. I mean, the drops, the antibiotics. You know what? I probably have a few credits toward being a dog ophthalmologist. I could probably get like work work school credit. If you work took a few credit. classes at Pierce, I think you could close <laughs> close the gap. I think I I would ace the entrance exams. At least I feel like I ha- I have a way in. So the tiny victory is when her cone came off. It was like my cone came off. Mm-hmm. It was like every and there was an interim that I didn't even get into where like the vet the, with the thing that didn't work gave a more aggressive treatment and we were giving her drops and ointments every four hours, even in the night. And that's kind of what drove me to the dog ophthalmologist. Anyway, so it was two weeks of like the worry and the red eye and the terror. And then like Konoff was like super victory. And she does owe us a trip to Puerto Vallarta. I think she'll pay up. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm glad you're a good dog mom. It was a tough one, but it 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 was very sweet to get to even sacrifice for her. And then a friend of mine has a lake house and she said, I felt so bad that you had to cancel your vacation. Do you want a week at the lake house? And so I do have a tiny victory that happened on the water at the lake house that we'll talk about next week. I can't wait. So now do we we're going to promote another show? <laughs> yes. Okay, so we're going to take a so thank thanks for indulging all my dog talk. Uh, we're going to take a quick break so you can hear from another show on the Maximum Fun Network. And when we come back, Steph has a college victory 101. If you need a laugh and you're on the go, try S-T-O-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-I. Hmm. Are you trying to put the name of the podcast there? Yeah, I'm trying to spell it, but it's tricky. Let me give it a try. Okay. If you need a laugh and you're on the go, call S-T-O-P-P-P-A-D. Ah, it'll never fit. No, it will. Let me try. If you need a laugh and you're on the go, try S-T-O-P-P-P-D-C-O-O. Ah, we are so close. Stop podcasting yourself. 
a podcast from MaximumFun.org. If you need a laugh, and you're on the go. Welcome back to Tiny Victories. I'm Laura House. And I am Stephanie Wilder-Taylor still. Yeah. So do you want me to just get into this? I want to know. Yes. So I, when begging you to be on the show. It's a very tiny victory, by the way. They can't be too small. I love a teeny tiny victory. This had just happened. And by the way, since we've last talked, there's been more. Oh, yes. That's what I love. Okay. So there's a Facebook group and it's called Paying for College 101. Mm -hmm. Because you have kids in college? I have a daughter who is at a community college right now because- Things kind of went sideways with her. She applied for colleges last year. She just graduated from high school in June and she had applied to all these colleges at the beginning of the year, the year before she really wanted to go to a UC. It's a, that's a long story. That's not part of this, but basically I had joined this Facebook group and these people in this Facebook group are so fucking extra. It's insane. <laughs> all they do is like humble brag and uh. sometimes not so humble brag about like, my kid got a 1560 on the SAT. Do you think I should have him do it again? Wow. You know, and you're like, shut up. Remind me, what's a perfect score? 1600. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so basically they yeah. missed like four. Exactly. Oh, wow. Okay, like, calm down. Put it this way. I think I'm smart. And I actually think that my SAT score got me into UMass mm-hmm. because my grade sure <laughs> didn't. I had, I graduated high school with a 2.3 GPA. Wow. But I scored on the SAT like 1100, which at that point I was like, well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Here's my SAT. Anyway, <laughs> I got into UMass on that score. These days you got these people, these assholes yeah. going like, I don't know, 1560, like we're, we're going to apply to shut up. Like it's, yeah, it's maddening. Also like that they're victimizing themselves in that way. Like, what am oh. I supposed to do? Okay. Right. So every <laughs> once in a while, somebody will write a post that says, um, you know, gosh, all these people with these high stat kids, it's really stressing mm. me out, you know? And and then a bunch of people will come back to them and, and say, why don't you just scroll on by if you don't like it? Like kids, gifted kids need love too. We need information too. And it's like, it makes me- Gifted kids need love to join right. that group. So it makes me really <laughs> mad. But the thing about me is there's a part of me that likes to be mm. mad. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like- I know what you mean and I love the honesty. I don't need to be part of this group anymore. I could, I, and for a while I unfollowed it and then I kind of missed getting pissed <laughs> off. So I rejoined. So you, you scrolled on back. No reason. No reason besides mm-hmm. that there's something, some kind of a charge I get out of like arguing with these people. Yeah. Um, so the other day I got like so mad at one of the posts and I rage <laughs> answered. I swear to God, I had a moment of, I was like, you know what? Mm. I don't need to be doing that. I don't need to be arguing with somebody that I do not know for no reason besides just like, I, I want to be right. Yeah. And I had a moment of clarity and strength and I just erased my whole response and moved on with my day. And then last night I did it again. <laughs> it was another post that made me even matter. And then I started responding to it because I couldn't yeah. help it. And you know what helped me is I thought about the fact that I was going to be recording this with you. And I was like, well, if this is my, this was my tiny victory the other day, but this is going to undo it oh. if I give in and respond. So I erased that one. And I was like, did it again. Two tiny victories. Wow. You're like a hero. Cut to tonight where you're like rage, send, rage, send, like making up for lost time. 
No, I'm not going <laughs> send, to send, 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 send. So I feel I feel pretty good about it. I think that's a good one because there's that there's that thing of would you rather be right or happy? And I think a lot of people feel like like right is happy. Mm-hmm. My thing is I'm sober. Like I, I have to like protect my serenity. Like and there's so social media creates so many invitations to get enraged (laughs) like it like there's no there's no end you really have to choose like I I can't get involved I think it's big to not get involved and then maybe the day comes where you you know you need to hit send but it's like you had said the the path of least toxicity (laughs) yes I took the path of least well because as a fellow sober person I have to guard my serenity too and also it's like arguing with people where it doesn't matter, not a loved one, but yes. it's low stakes gives me a little high. I don't want to give into that because yes. it, 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 you, it also has a hangover yeah. to it where you're like, Oh, I just got in a fight with somebody I don't even know for no reason. Yes. But just to like, try to make them feel stupid. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, let them live in their delusional fantasy life where all that matters is your kids have the <laughs> highest stats. Yes. You rage, but don't engage. Right. Oh, I like that. Right. If you can make it rhyme, it just seems more wise. (laughs) I've deleted my whole Yelp account before because of vengeful reviews I've written. And then I felt bad. (laughs) Like this restaurant and you can't and I don't even. And then I was like, I don't know that this is reasonable. I was like, maybe don't write reviews the moment you walk out of the place, you know, like because now you Mm -hmm. feel like I'm burning this place to the ground with my (laughs) review. But when you read reviews like that, you just go, they just seem mad. Like they, (laughs) they just seem like they were having a hard time that day. Yes. Yes. And took it out on the wrong person. Exactly. Like it's anyway. So I was like, don't. Yeah, I. If I could get away with being like that in the world, I would be like that in the world. But it never goes well for me. It's always just I have Mm -hmm. to be good cop. I only (laughs) no one appreciates my bad cop. They just go get out of here. Same. Well, thank you, Stephanie. That is it for this week's show. Uh, I want to thank Stephanie for filling in. Annabelle is traveling for some speaking engagements. She'll be back in two weeks. Uh, And thank you to everyone who calls in. We may not be able to share your victory right away. Would love if you call in about your rage but don't engage victories. Call in about your dog victories. Um, Keep them coming. You can call the Tiny Victory Hotline at 323-285-1675. And you can also record your victory on any voice memo app. Email us the audio and the email is tinyvictories at maximumfun.org. If you have a comment or suggestion about any of our episodes, we want to hear from you. Call, email, reach out on Instagram or Twitter. Our handles for both. It's not even Twitter anymore. X. <laughs> X. Uh, our handle for all of those platforms is at GetTinyPod. And we'd love it if you could leave us a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show. Yes, help us get the word out about the show. Please tell your friends, family, or anyone that you think needs a little bit of goodness in their lives. Thanks to Brian Swartz for our theme music. Our producer is Laura Swisher. Our editor is Nihar Patel. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, may you have uh, raging messages of healing eyeball tiny victories. (laughs) This is a production of Maximum Fun. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.